the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 9.07. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston. Mark Bumgarner is with us from the Cooperative Extension Service in Orange County. And uh, we're uh, glad to have all of you with us this <clears> morning. <throat> Had a great first hour. Zip right on by. And, uh, Mark, what uh, are your... You're not still in the middle of uh, training uh, your master gardeners, are no, you? No, we we finished the class, and okay. uh, we are. Um, so how are they adapting? Oh, they're doing very well. But again, you know, the the problem is that with COVID, we've still had the social distancing, and we've just not had many volunteer opportunities. But those things are are starting to to creep up now. Um, the we actually had a, a teach yesterday in uh, Carborough, um, a, a new, I think it's uh, new, um, uh, I have to, new, re- new renovations um, was actually a, a group that we uh, taught to. Um, and we're going to have a work day to be able to, to practice some of the skills that we talked about in landscaping. I think, Very uh, good. Next week. Good. Okay. Well, yeah. They're, uh, I'm sure they're raring to go. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They've done a, a fantastic job of uh, creating some, some videos uh, that we're going to be posting soon on, the, mm. on the, the, our um, website. Now, on your website, uh, do you have a calendar for, we, we uh, for the different months and what to do in the garden? We do. Um, we, we, our master gardeners actually have a, our separate website. It's called the Orange Gardener. Dot org, the orangegardener.org um, will take you there, and there's a calendar on there that tells you by month what's in bloom and what you need to be doing in the garden. Mm. So it's uh, pretty helpful um, to be able to, to look at that and see what's, see what's out there. All right. Uh, Miss Monica is out at the State Farmer's Market. Monica, how are you doing this morning? Doing great. Hope you guys are. Did you get a chance to hear uh, Dr. Werner last week? I did hear a little bit. So you had him for a class? I did, and he was actually my advisor when I was at NC State. So uh, we go way back. He's a nice man. He is. Yeah. Full of knowledge. Wow, he sure is. We had a good time talking to him uh, last week, and um, we, he said he would come on again. We didn't didn't run him away. Oh, that's but, uh, awesome. Yeah. So uh, I, I just happened to meet him out at Campbell Road Nursery uh-huh. one day. Phil introduced me, and I, of course, uh, asked him to be on the show immediately. 
and uh, I'm sure he'll do it again. So we, we look forward to that. So how's everything at the farmer's market? It's been a, a nice warm week. It has. It's been beautiful this week. I tell you, getting everybody in, in the mood for spring to come, and I think everybody definitely has spring fever. Yeah, I would say so. And and farmers are starting to be able to get back in their fields a little more easily, too, I would imagine. Oh, they are. I was talking to one this week, and they said, yeah, they had been going full speed ahead and working as hard as they could, trying to get as much done in the fields while it was actually dry. Um, they, You know, some spots are still pretty wet, but anywhere that they can, they've been getting in those fields and getting things planted and getting it all going for the spring and summer ahead. Very good. So what's uh, under the farmer's shed this morning that be of interest? Well, um, it's looking pretty good down there this morning. We've got, of course, those tunnel-grown strawberries, which are always a favorite mm. up until the time that our, our regular crop starts coming in. And they're delicious. If you've never tried them, um, come out and give those a try. And, of course, we still have a lot of apples, um, all different varieties. If you like a sweet apple or you like a tart apple, we've got them all. Um, and some, and they're in between as well. There's fresh apple cider available also. Um, we're seeing a lot of greens still coming in, your collards and turnip, mustard greens, um, kale. We've seen a little bit of spinach also, some Brussels sprouts. Of course, all different varieties of sweet potatoes, and if you'd like to buy those so you can store them up and enjoy them all year, um, they, of course, sell those by the box, or you can buy them just by the pound. Um, sometimes I see folks buying those. They have these nice little boxes that are just a perfect gift size box. And um, sometimes folks buy those and ship them um, to family and friends who may be out of state or just give them as a gift. So that's a really unique idea um, for sweet potatoes. And you can use them so many different ways, and they're they're really good for you. I would say so, yeah. Uh, plant people out there today? They are. We're seeing a few more plant folks moving in, which is exciting because that definitely make, lets us know spring is just around the corner and the plants we're seeing right now mostly are some, um, of course, shrubbery, beautiful camellias, um, some absolutely gorgeous um, varieties being um, brought in this morning. They were unloading a load while we were down there, and um, that's one of my favorites. I love a camellia mm-hmm. um, when they're blooming and everything else is a little gloomy, and you look out there and see those bright camellia blooms um nothing like it so if you don't have one in your landscape that's a, you something you yeah like. well you need more than one I, once yeah. you start putting them out there you're gonna want more and more, more right and rufus more. and ann <laughs> oh absolutely yes i've got to go see rufus i've always wanted to go see all of his i hear he has tons of them well, I, I'm I have sure several you're, tons. <laughs> I can't speak for, for the uh, secretary, but I'm sure you're always welcome, Monica. Yes. I, I would love to take you out there sometime. We had talked about it one time, and then we just never never made it happen. So when they're in bloom, I've got to make that happen sometime. I would love to. Yeah. And um, so Well, just, I'll be uh, bye back sometime and swoop you up. Well, we'll have to we'll have to work that out. We'll go on a field trip. Yeah, yeah. go That's get right. you a, a Rufus dog and uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and come on out. And go pick, out there and sit in the yard. Picnic right. on the ground. That's right. And we've got a, a whole host of hellebore blooming right now. Mm. Really? We, and I noticed one of our vendors has a few hellebore down there um, this morning. Also, good for um, them. So maybe some different varieties that if someone's looking some of those to add to their landscape and. A lot of herbs available, a lot of different um, varieties of those coming in. We're seeing more vegetable plants coming in, such as your cabbage and kale, lettuce, 
Um, even saw a few tomato and pepper plants this morning, which is still really early for those. Yes, but it is. Little mouths, you got to really protect them. But you know, I, I think that uh, it's it's there's going to be a shortage of of those uh, vegetable crops because so many people are wanting to to have grow a few peppers or tomatoes in their backyard, and I just uh, I I know that a lot of seeds seed companies have have sold you know just sold out of specific varieties of seeds because people are just wanting to plant a a small backyard garden patch. They are. We've really seen an influx in that, especially over the past year, of people who maybe had never done a garden before or they did one a long time ago and it's just something they wanted to do, you know, with their family and them being home more. And I think it's wonderful, you know, nothing like seeing something grow and being able to harvest it and makes you feel proud that you've been able to That's grow right. something and, and, you know, provide it with to your family. So. Um, you know, that's definitely true. I think there's definitely more popularity in the vegetable plants, and I've heard heard exact same. A lot of seed shortages um, on certain varieties that I've heard about this year as well. So, But we're planning to have a lot of our um, vegetable folks having a great variety, more and more coming in as it's, we're leading up to April and the weather cooperates. We'll have just tons of um, vegetable plants. Um, our vendors usually have all varieties as they get in here with the different ones, but I was surprised to see the tomato and peppers that early this morning. Yes, we I do have them. I've actually talked to a couple of people that said that they were had already got their their uh, tomato seeds, you know, already seeded them. And I said, mm-hmm. you know, you got to do the backwards uh, planting and um, to make sure your your seeds or your 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 seedlings are not uh, um, spindly uh, mm-hmm. because if you get them out too early. Uh, or you don't, you know, you can probably harden them off by pulling them in and taking them out. But uh, if you if you're not careful, you'll definitely uh, get them out there and, and freeze them, freeze them, and you all will be for naught. <laughs> yes, yes, they don't they don't like especially in peppers too. They don't like that cool weather oh. and even just the wind, and they'll, it'll burn them in a heartbeat. Certainly so will. definitely um, be be careful if you decide to go ahead and get some started early. Um, just you'll have to really protect them and give them a little extra TLC. That's right. Monica, did you major in in horticulture? I did. I didn't realize that. So you and Sim both majored in horticulture. I did. That was my major. And then I Good minored gracious. in ag business management and concentrated in marketing. So got a little bit of all of that and um well, why have, why have you, neither one of you, been on this show before other than talking about the farmer's market? Y'all need to come in and and answer some questions and be part of the panel. I'm sure that uh, since y'all work seven days a week, you don't want to do that, but I would love to have either one of you in. Okay, well, we'll have to think about that sometime. Maybe we yeah. can make that work. Oh, that'd be wonderful to, to do that. I, I've uh, mentioned it to, to Sam, but... Uh, so I guess that's uh, y'all are the probably the the only uh, marketing people and and out there that have been uh, that have degrees in horticulture. I don't think any of the other ones that I remember did. That's really interesting. Yeah, it's it was it's fun. It's a you know a lot of work when you you know as far as the classes and everything. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Sure it's is. Passion for it. I'll put it that way. Right. So uh, that's wonderful to know. Up at the market shops, we'll start doing a little more marketing here. And uh, there's so much to choose from up there. It's it's, uh, it's like an old country store. I've said it so many times. Oh, it is. And um, if you've 
not ever been up and walked around, it's a great place just to come up and see so many different North Carolina products that come in, you know, that are produced here in our state. There's all <clears throat> kinds of barbecue sauces and, of course, jams and jellies, preserves. Um, we have North Carolina wines in there. Um, our folks from 321 Coffee um, doing a wonderful job. Um, and so be sure to go by and check those guys out. Have a cup of coffee and talk with them. They're very wonderful folks and doing a great job with their mission there um, to work with some of the folks to give them the opportunity that they're working with there. And they have a birthday coming up, I believe, celebrating um, their anniversary of being here. So we'll get you more details on that. I think it's coming up in a week or so. Um, So they're going to have a few special things going on. Um, We have all kinds of different meats and cheeses in there um, from local farms. And be sure to check those out. Fresh seafood that's coming in from the coast, they're bringing that up every week. Follow them on their social media or their website because you can order ahead of time and they'll have your product available, um, your order together, waiting for you whenever you arrive. That's a wonderful service they're offering with that. Of course, our Market Grill, mm-hmm. um, which is now by Carolina Crispy Fry. You've got to check those guys out. They have that famous Rufus dog. <laughs> And do a great job. They have a lot of other unique items. They've they're meticulous. Uh, they are really meticulous about stuff. Yes. As I said before, um, someone told me the other day, they said, I've never eaten a hot dog quite that pretty. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> That's job. a nice compliment. Yeah, you watch them doing it. It's like a work of art. Yeah. Uh-huh. They take great pride in that. They surely yeah. do. And so be sure to check those guys out. Um, they have a, you know, they're on Facebook as well. You can follow them on there and see the different. Item menu items they're adding. And, of course, they have the other little booths down a little ways where they do the snowflakes, which is basically like snow topped with fresh fruits and just delicious. And they do the crispy pops, um, which are sort of like a rice patty. And you can top those with peanut butter. You can put um, some folks put cream cheese on them or salsa. And they're really Good for you, better for you than chips and things like that. So what did you call snack. that? A, a something pop? What, what was that? A pop? Some, they're crispy pop. Crispy is pop. What they call them? Is that what they? We were they, yeah, they pop them week. out of yeah, a thing. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's what I, 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 my wife and my son and I went to the farmers market last weekend, and we were walking by, and and something would go pop, mm-hmm. pop. Pop, and then we we're just wondering what in that world. And the lady came over and said, "Here, have one of these. Try it out." And they were really, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's uh, very unique. They are, and like I said, they're good for you, better than the the chips mm-hmm. um, for a good snack. And so many different ways you can use them as well. And they serve those there at the grill with some different toppings, also. You like rice cakes, Rufus? Have you ever? I, I like ever their I like their flavored ones. Uh huh. That the, of the pop yeah, steak flavored. Well, I, I didn't have that. That'd I might, good, I might go it? for that. Yeah. That'd be a good flavor to mm-hmm. have, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, at any rate. So, well, uh, I've got to go by today and get my no-sugar-added stuff for Miss Linda and her, her yogurt-eating, Monica. Yes. And what is it blackberry that's her favorite flavor? Hers is peach. Peach. That's what it is. Peach. Huh. And mine is apple butter. It's called apple spread. Uh-huh. But it reminds me of my mama's apple butter. Yeah. And back in those days, we had a local uh, a community cannery, believe it or not. We went to a local mm-hmm. high school, and they had a big cannery there, a big big place, a big black pot 
where everybody in the community donated the apples to help can it, and you took away your apple butter. Oh, wow, wow. that's that kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. 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 Those those are far and few few and far in between. I don't yeah, think I think they're yeah. gone now, aren't they? Those, they're all gone. Those canneries. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, we we stopped and had uh, purchased some peanuts. I got some bull peanuts at the farmers market, and uh, and I decided my wife had purchased one of those uh, instant pots uh, a while back, and I said, well, why don't I just make my own? And so I went down to to got got some fresh peanuts and just boil them myself in a burlap bag. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't buy a whole burlap bag. I, okay. I got a, just a couple handfuls of uh-huh. peanuts. But so it how did was, it turn out? Oh, fantastic! Absolutely, it was delicious. You got. I got to develop a taste for boiled peanuts. I've never warmed up to them myself. I I have. Uh, I don't know. I have friends, relatives who have uh, liked them over the years, but and they used to see them. <laughs> people selling them beside the road, and right. Oh, I, yeah. I never and acquired then, a taste. I love peanuts. Yeah, it, to me, they taste a lot like. Kind of pinto beans almost. If if uh-huh. you if you if you if you do the the long soak of a pinto bean and then you put it in a, a pot to start cooking it, um, and before they're really soft enough to eat, that's to me what a what the boiled peanuts actually taste like. A lot of good nutrition in peanuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, certainly are. Yeah. So Monica, you got you got some um, wonderful restaurants out there in addition to the Market Grill, Rufus. Was nice enough to take uh, some of us out to lunch at the um, at the farmers market restaurant last week. Mm. Major Dave and Rufus and several of us had a great meal out there. In fact, that lasted me. I didn't need supper. Ooh. That sausage, the sausage and biscuit and egg I had, it lasted me the rest of the day. I didn't really need anything else. And you can fill still, me up. Still get molasses there. That's what I was you can. Strap. You oh, can. My gosh. Yes, that molasses with those fresh homemade biscuits, uh, you know, that's one of the favorites. They bring that. That's one of the first things they bring is a tray of biscuits to the table and um, hush puppies and that molasses. So it's a great, great treat. And, of course, they have homemade, just good old-fashioned country cooking, and they serve daily lunch specials, and they have breakfast all day. So just a wonderful place to come out and eat. They're open until 3 p.m., seven days a week. And, of course, if you're not in the mood for the country cooking, we have our fresh our seafood restaurant um, over at NC Seafood. And they are doing outdoor seating. And, of course, you can order um, to-go orders as well. They're trying to get folks to order online. So if you go to ncseafood.com, you can go ahead and place your order ahead of time. And they'll have it ready for you. Um, so give that a try. Come out and it's been beautiful weather lately. Yeah, a lot of people outside. sitting outside. They yeah. are eating. Yeah, good gracious. Oh, That's great. making me hungry. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're we're talking about two top top restaurants mm-hmm. there. Kemp does a good job with that seafood. He does, and you know I always tell everybody come hungry because they're <sighs> both of the restaurants are very generous with their portions and yeah. they do a great job. And you know I have some people say, well, which one should I go to? I'm like, you got to try both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the same day though. <laughs> Um, so they're both good. It's yeah. just a matter of what you're in the mood for. That's right. Well, uh, Superside, I'm sure, is going crazy with with uh, the fescue and, and uh, all they've got going on there. Uh, oh, yes. And they've got a little plot down there where you can see all the different varieties of sod. And um, they'll help you any way they can. A lot of wonderful um, knowledge down there that they can 
help talk you through exactly what you need for your loan. If you're trying to decide whether you want to change something up or maybe you are having a problem, you need some extra nutrients added, they'll be able to help you with that. They have pine straw and they have those big bags of compost mix as well. Do you use Epsom salts for anything in the landscape, anything in the garden? We, we had a, a caller talking about that, a couple of them, as a matter of fact. Sometimes I've, I've never used it that much as far as actually applying it to anything in the garden, but I know sometimes, like, you know, with ferns and things like that, they kind of green them up. That's always helpful. Just to, just don't want to overdo it because it will burn them as well. You soak your feet in Epsom salt? You can do that, too. Yeah, I got you. You sure can. Um, um, the uh, market, um, what am I thinking of here? The market imports? Maybe? Market imports, yeah. Yeah, they have a great selection. They have been hauled. They've been getting loads in, I think, all week. A lot of beautiful containers over there. So if you're looking to maybe add some to your patio or your deck and um, getting ready for those spring plants, be sure to come out, and I think you can find the perfect container over there for that. They have trellises and fountains, all kinds of outdoor deck decorations, as well as indoor furnishings. Um, they have a sale going on over there right now as well, so be sure to check out what they have and uh, come out. You can make a day of it here at the market and bring the family out and just get out of the house a little bit, walk around and get those fresh fruits and vegetables. Um, you want to check out the craft shed, too. Don't want to forget that. We have um, some unique crafts down there, some of the stonework. The um, basket folks are open back up. They have just open back today and they have beautiful homemade baskets we have some folks that do little custom-made puzzles and of course those um soaps and lotions that are down there and then there are a lot of little um concession items down there such as gourmet lemonades there's some um donuts and there's the folks that do the spices and the hot sauces so be sure to check out the craft shed you never know what you might find from week to week in that area well, Miss Monica, thank you very much. Always nice talking to you. And great talking Maybe we can get you on as a horticulturist sometime. We'll talk about it. All right. <laughs> All right. Come see us. We're here seven days a week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses how's that rufus and the voice i hear my favorite hymn (laughs) so we got a little johnny cash Uh, rufus is making all the requests this morning hey i did a i did a request show about uh, 40 years ago called night song it was kind of a takeoff on, it was 11 until midnight, uh, t- just before Interstate 68 with Hap Hansen, but it was a, kind of a takeoff on Our Best of You, but I didn't sound like Jimmy Capps. But at any rate, uh, we played requests, uh, you know, but not of hymns, but of uh, kind of easy listening music. So at any rate, uh, that's a little Johnny Cash for you. You, you. you any other requests, Rufus? You want to hear anybody else this morning? We're throwing in. <laughs> well, <laughs> how could you go without without hearing a Merle Haggard song? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If he, at any rate, uh, 936-919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. 
Is your lawn looking a little ragged from winter critter damage, possibly? Have moles dug tunnels in your lawn? Have uh, plants been devoured by voles? Are you ready to give up on gardening because you're just fed up with the damage caused by moles and voles? Well, don't be discouraged. End the damage with I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. It's available in liquid and granular form. I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent has a super strong formulation that's effective and easy to use. I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent works without the use of harmful toxins or chemicals. And did you know that many products that kill moles and voles can have the undesirable effect of killing other animals too? So you got to be careful. I Must Garden doesn't have those ingredients. Neither does the vole repellent. They contain only natural ingredients and botanical oils to give you peace of mind that you won't be unintentionally poisoning any animals, pets, or birds. I Must Garden repellents are sold all around the Triangle area. Look for I Must Garden mole and vole repellent in the big orange bag at your favorite garden center or hardware store, such as Garden Supply Company in Raleigh and uh, Town and Country hardware stores all around the Triangle area. And while you're there, be sure to check out the other I Must Garden natural repellents for deer, rabbits, squirrels, snakes, dogs, cats, and more. Protect your... What was that? <laughs> Protect oh your garden today at, and... Uh, and Protect your garden today with safe and humane repellents from I Must Garden. Rufus, what are you doing? Well, I, I guess my Dr. Pepper had a <laughs> indentation in a it. Backfire. I, and, and I backfired. And I backfired on it. <laughs> Maybe I was shooting at a, a vole. Oh, okay. you, may, you may have been. You may have been. How about that? All right. Buy some I Must Garden. Well, I tell you garden. that I Must Garden works on squirrels because I had a problem last year of the squirrels eating my tomatoes. And I, I uh, applied I Must Garden uh, squirrel. It, it mentioned squirrel on the label. Repellent, yes. Repellent, and they stayed away. Yeah. And, you know, Phil Campbell and, and Josh Logan and – Nelson Cox all swear by it. They uh, they sell it at their nurseries and uh, and use it. Great product. Peggy is in Morrisville. Peggy, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. How can we help you? Well, I plant a big garden every year. Of course, I have gone from two pounds of corn down to a half pound of corn planting at a time. And I have always planted by Greer's Almanac. And my local uh, drugstore doesn't have them anymore. And I was just wondering if you all have any idea where you can get it. Now, we did find somewhere that you can pay $15 and get them for the next three years. But who's to say they'll stay in business for the next three years publishing them? Absolutely. My my whole family did the same thing, Peggy. We, We planted by Greer's Almanac. And I don't really, I don't know where you can get one. If you have you checked uh, uh, with uh, what's that? Uh, be all do all thing for everybody. Book uh, Amazon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was I was looking to to see if it is sold. Uh, Greer's Almanac on uh, Amazon or. 
Well, I, I called Google, and uh, they said they wasn't available anymore, but my daughter found somebody on the computer that they still had them, and I have found out in years past that the way Greer's has the days and all is different from other almanacs, uh-huh. and I have found them so available for the last six years that they've worked out for me to plant on the cancer sign that it shows other than the other you could you I, I just found online uh, Greer's Almanac Publishing Company here's an address uh, but there's a telephone number uh, you can call um, to to talk to them about it uh, 678-880-2554 and that's the Greer's Almanac Publishing Company so call direct I think they're the ones that want fifteen dollars for the next three years. Oh right. Okay. So they, they, they're asking. That's a subscription. Oh right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I you know if that's uh, if anybody knows, they're welcome to call us, uh, Peggy. Otherwise, uh, you you went right to the horse's mouth there, and and they told you fifteen dollars. <laughs> so I want it, but I don't know whether I want it that bad. <laughs> Peggy, are you tight? Of course. <laughs> I raised my good fresh vegetables. And, and I want to tell y'all that my mother lived to be almost 98. Oh. And we listened to WPTF every morning. And my friends get up and turn the TV on. And I still get up and turn the radio on. Good for you. Good for you. Thank you, Peggy, very much for that. And maybe somebody will, will be able to call and and tell you how to find it here in the area that'd be a little more convenient for you and uh if not you call us back sometime if you figure it out okay thank you very very much thank you peggy all right good luck bye-bye all right uh i don't i don't know that i've ever bought a rufus you ever use greer's almanac absolutely that's right back 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 when they somehow when when uh i was growing up you would get them at the at the produce seed, the seed place, uh-huh. they just handed them out for free. Well, that's what that's what Peggy's looking for. That's what for. Peggy's looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that uh, I, I hope hope someone can can help her with that. And uh, if not, I maybe, almost want to pay her her subscription fee. Yeah, I want her to have one so bad. I know <laughs> she she wants to get out there and and plant a big garden or relatively big garden. How about that? Jeff is in Wake Forest. Jeff, good morning. You're on WPTF. Yes, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, really large, two large hollies in the yard. I don't know if they're Nellie Stevens, but they've really gotten overgrown. And I would, by going online, I see this could be a time to take them down. Not take them down, but trim them back and, and try to take the top off and the sides and get them down to where I'm assuming this time of year now, if I give them the summer, they will start sprouting back out and filling in again, correct? Well, they should. They, they should. Um, you know, so we, we actually talked about pruning, uh, and, and the recommendation is you never cut more than a third off. Mm-hmm. But right. sometimes they just they just get away. And if it's a Nellie Stevens, uh, you, you could probably take it take it all the way down to the store. Boy, that's going to be a lot of work, Jeff. <laughs> how, how tall is this yeah. thing? How wide? Oh, my gosh. Um <laughs> I'm really glad you all offered to help. I'm yeah. <laughs> That's up for negotiation. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> we, we offer advice. 
See, oh, okay. see, you want you want this done, but you don't want to do it now. Now you got to make well, up your mind. Yeah. I can buy a lot. I, you can imagine how many how many uh, Bojangles biscuits and uh, <laughs> that I can buy. That's right. So it's a big. Right. They're big, oh, yeah. and this and you want to probably uh, twenty. Well, why don't you? What you know? A recommendation if it's if it's overgrown like that. Just rip it out and and put the right plate, the right plant for the right place, um, right. would be a recommendation. And you know, put in a, a smaller shrub that has a, a nice a, a nice form, because um, it's going to look bad if you if you if you take off uh, a lot of the, you know, if it's way too big. I mean, if you're talking ten feet tall and you're wanting to to cut it back no, to about like three twenty. Feet. 20 feet, okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, uh, so it's, you've got a stump that's probably probably 12 inches in diameter. I, I would just recommend just taking the whole thing well, it's out. Got multiple, it's got multiple. It's got like one, two, three, four main stumps that have come out. But it's close to, it's in a bed and area. It could be a challenge to pull out. But if I, but your thoughts, if I did top it, at least try to see if I can bring it back, it would come back, though. If I sort of work my way from the bottom up and then top it, Want to get up in there, take the it top will, off of it? It, it will, but it, it's going to look bad for a long time. <laughs> a long, yeah, it's going to it's going to really take you're a really not take gonna, a while. You're not going to be able to disguise that stump, uh, you know, when you take it down uh, to where you're talking to to oh, a no, manageable height. There won't be any greener on it for the whole year, obviously, until next year, right? Next uh, you probably will get some advantageous. Yeah, you'll get some new uh, growth, new growth coming out, popping out all over. Uh, it will. It, 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 it'll come back. Well, okay, if you, if you go ahead and do what you're talking about, Jeff, at least if you have to go ahead and take it out, and you cut it, you already cut half of it off. That's right. That's right. So, <laughs> so give it a try. <laughs> yeah. Y'all are, y'all are losing, you're losing my confidence really fast. No, 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 no. We don't want, don't want that. Uh, so but the branches, say the branches, oh, inch, inch plus in diameter, and they grow out maybe – Eight feet. If I take those branches, like if I cut the branches back in halfway to start trimming it, those branches will start budding off from the sides. You think it will? Or just the tip. It it will. It'll come out at the where the cut point at the very tip um, will start sprouting around there. But you should also have some uh, greenery coming Green back. Growth. Yeah, some growth will come back on the stems as well because there's little um, little buds that are all along the stems that'll that'll pop out. And anytime you you cut the tip, um, it create the hormones uh, uh, in the the plant uh, stimulate growth, and so it but tells it, hey, I've been wounded, and I'm going to try to protect myself, so I'm going to okay. pop out some more uh, shoots. So how are you going to get up there and trim this? Are you going to use a ladder? Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. But oh, what I'll do, man. I thought I'd, I'd work my way up so I could get into the plant more <laughs> as I get towards the top. So I'll start from the bottom up and slowly. Trim back and work. You're gonna have somebody holding the ladder. <laughs> that's, well, that's now. That's why I was. That's why I was bringing the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that can be uh, that can be really dangerous uh, to to do. No, I'll be I'll be cautious. I've got a really really sturdy okay. uh, ladder. That's why I'm trimming away so I can get up to it. All right. Well, my brother well, fell off of one over half a year ago, and he's dead today. Yep. I, I well, really. Yeah. Do you gonna use the chainsaw, Jeff? Just a little uh, electric one. Well, that yeah, I was going to say. I was going to suggest that. Yes. All right. Yes, and last, very last call. I'll let you go. I, 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 and I don't create murder. Don't worry. But you know, as I trimming back some of the stalks just to create a little more growth, I there's a little knot, little node, a cut just above or just below the node. Is it really matter? When I say node, where the little, you know, where it's starting to come out, the the limbs are starting to leaf out. 
so if I see all these little leaves starting to bud, so I cut just okay, above with, and below. If your if your crepe myr- myrtle is already starting to leaf out, understand yes. it's going to bleed. Okay, because right. the sap is running up now. Um, right. You want to cut when you when you do prune. You'll prune uh, just just above the above a node. Okay. okay? And usually, if you're looking for about the size, for example, the size of a pencil, uh, that's the kind of the the you know the diameter that you're looking at. You'll go about a okay. pencil's width above uh, a node itself, uh, oh, okay. a bud, and uh, okay. that's that's. Uh, where you trim it, especially if you have if you have limbs that are crossing, and it it's good to clear out the interior of trees like right. that. These these are fairly old plants too. One of the one of them, the bark is getting this plant is, is challenged. I think it has been crepe murdered before, so it's, mm. the bark is really uh, I don't know how to say instead of being really smooth and nice and shiny, this bark is rough and knobby. So I think this tree is having some problems. Hmm. I don't know. Well, of course they do. They do peel. They certainly yeah, do. But yeah, when it's not smooth. You know, when they peel, they're very smooth. And right. Glossy. It's a pretty tree. Oh. But this one has a lot of knobs on it, up and down, sort of. Uh, the whole tree is sort of scaly, wow. if you will. So, huh. thinking maybe this one will got damaged. I don't know. Well, that's that's where one where you really take a look at it and and evaluate where you know you take out you thin out some of the interior and you you cut out main trunks uh, down to the ground, I mean, almost down to the bottom um, to, to thin it out a little bit to clear okay. out that internal area. So. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, and when you guys get off there, I'll text my address. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, right Jeff. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be out by the street. Have a great day, buddy. Right. You too, guys. Thanks. All right. All right. Report back to us. See how it, tell us how it looks. All right. Okay. Well, firsthand, there's nothing like seeing it firsthand. So. Don't just don't call us from your hospital room. <laughs> yeah. The visual picture would be hard. All right, Long buddy. Take care. Bye. Yeah, that's, uh, using a ladder is is tough. I've it I've known is. so many people to break break bones and things, and mm. um, so do be careful mm. with that. Plus, dealing with a holly. Yeah, the, the thorns. Oh, that hurts. You gotta wear, <laughs> wear especially some, if it's American uh, holly. Oh, it's got you know multiple. Gotta wear a leather outfit like I talked about Dolly Parton wearing up there in New York. But yeah, all right. More of the weekend gardener coming up here on uh, WPTF. Um, you know, black cow is used for so many things in the garden. Uh, the the mature manure, the the warm planting season is edging right on it, isn't it? Yeah, it's been a nice week. Uh, so start getting your garden ready. Make sure you get your flower and vegetable gardens off to a great start with Black Cow. Prepare new plant beds with a one and a half inch layer of Black Cow in an area and then mix it into the soil about six inches deep. Black Cow is natural and organic and it contains nutrients that are released slowly without burning tender roots. Pick up the bright yellow bag and get growing. For more details, check out the website blackcow.com. That's spelled with a K now, blackcow.com. All right, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. It's 952.
for 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. We're back on WPTF at 9.56. Mike Rayleigh here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston and... Uh, What's his name? I was going to say Merle Haggard, but he's... Merle Haggard's coming up later. Mark Bumgarner's. <laughs> I don't know how Mark we're getting Merle. all these songs. Rufus and his songs. Uh, we'll, we'll come up with something for Merle, too, Rufus. Uh, 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. And, uh, you know, the when you're servicing your car... And I hope you're servicing your car. Some people don't, but uh, you really, you really, if you expect to to keep it very long and to get you where you need to go, you need to service it. And there, there are cycles of service. Actually, your cycle of service begins the month you buy the car. That cycle does not necessarily match with the normal seasonal changes. However, at King's Auto Service, they'll schedule your service intervals based on that cycle. For those using Synthetic oil and driving limited miles, you may go months past a normal service based on those miles. And you'll need to schedule your service two to three times a year. During your service, Kings will check wipers, belts, tires, transmission levels. And for those of you currently driving a hybrid vehicle, like a Toyota Prius, for instance, the Certified hybrid technicians at King's are now able to refurbish your high-voltage battery pack for less than the dealer will charge to replace it. This usually occurs around 150,000 miles or so. Call King's on Monday and schedule a courtesy battery analysis. King's Auto Service and King's Correct Lube, easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. Hey, Martha's in Chapel Hill. Martha, good morning. You're on WPTF. We have a couple of minutes before news. Good morning. Morning. How can we help you? Well, I had extensive yard work done, and the dirt that they put down was mud. So I'm trying to figure out how to make it fertile for grass and what kind of grass to put in now now so that it won't all wash away. Mm. So the, you, you've got to amend it really, really nicely if they put down mud. <laughs> well, there's a large area, so how am I going to amend it without a tiller? Ooh. I don't know. No, that, that's <laughs> going to be rough. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a tough one. So what what uh, is it? Mostly clay is what what I'm hearing you say when you say mud. Um, I'm assuming yeah. it's clay. Yes, that red clay. The clay. Right. Um, basically, what I would do is um, is get get some compost and put a, a layer, an inch or two of compost across it, um, and then you can work it in with a fork uh, if you don't have a tiller. Okay. Hey, that sounds like you know, at least a week's worth of work. Yeah. Well, yeah, that'll keep, definitely keep will. you busy, but adding the compost is a, is a great idea anyway. Um, and do you have any special compost in bags well, that you pick up from <laughs> Believe it or not, uh, Orange County, uh, you're in Chapel Hill. Orange County um, at Eubanks uh, are getting a, a load uh, compost that comes from 
uh, I want to say Brooks uh, on the 22nd of this month. Uh, they're hey, out hold, right now. Hold on a second, yep. uh, Martha, and uh, we'll get to you right after the news. We'll continue discussing this. Okay, great. Thank you.